Live from the Bills' famous cheese spread studios in the downstairs pub, the Blockout Sports Pod is back on the air. From behind the master control desk in the aforementioned downstairs pub, my name is Travis Carter. I will be your moderator and host for the evening. Over my right shoulder at the high top table is the big fella, the tuna country Matt Kempf. And as always, bellied up to the bar, a man who, like Mussolini and Kennedy, is a cult of personality, the fabulous one, Freddie Benders. <laughs> Fellas, how we doing tonight? We're good. I'm, I'm, I'm like it. looking at Freddie in one of his famous t-shirts again, wearing the East Texas Paul Cawthon shirt. Love that. Oh, yeah. The cocaine country dancing cowboy over there. If you haven't seen him live, folks, you gotta do it. Um, Tuna got me on him. Yeah, he's he's a great live performer, man. Great, great music. Check him out if you if you get a minute, guys. That is the uh, Blockout Sports Pod music review <laughs> for tonight. <laughs> um, we are on social media on Twitter at Blockout Pod. That is at Blockout Pod. As always, want to thank. Everybody for listening, giving us their feedback. Um, for once this week, after going two or three weeks of having to start the uh, program on a very somber and heavy note, I think today we can get right into what we like to talk about, which is uh, just the sports part of sports, which is a nice change. Wow. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm pumped. We had great news. I, I believe there was one death this week, though. though we should. We'll, we can talk on it at some point. Um, the death of UK basketball. Um, <laughs> so R R I P to them. Uh, as uh, as we record this on uh, Wednesday night, we are recording this a day earlier because uh, 24 hours from now, uh, Freddie is going to have his toes in the sand in Costa Rica. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> which uh, should be pretty cool. <laughs> I think they're really going to um, somewhere down in South Texas on Corpus Christi, and they're just telling them they're going to Costa Rica. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like Jocko. Uh, jo I think we're going to Jocko. I hear the surfing's great. Uh, <laughs> I want video you surfing. So uh, I have before, but uh, uh, that doesn't mean we're going to be waiting around in the uh, – uh, ocean throwing Nerf uh, football or anything. It sounds like their waves are probably a little better than that. But yeah, dude, I am. Uh, I'm ready to go. I have my massage. I'm loosey goosey. Uh, Take your Pepto Bismol. Yes, yes. Pepto's ready, and uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we got good weather. And uh, just wanted to start off tonight. Uh, we started the podcast last week talking, obviously, about the. DeMar Hamlin situation, thankfully, uh, all reports are that he is well on the way to making a full recovery. Uh, he caught a flight back from Cincinnati back to Buffalo to uh, continue his recovery there. So that was just really cool and great news. And uh, just so thankful for, as we touched on last week, for all the first responders and everybody that was involved with uh, making sure that that situation had the best possible outcome. Definitely nothing short than a miracle. That was, um, it's great. And it, it's just awesome to have that guy back out and he's going to be in person with his, with his team for a little bit and meet them uh, in person again. And 
I know that's going to be a huge lift for the Bills this weekend. Uh, just a whole, a huge lift for the NFL playoffs. Absolutely. Period. Everyone's going to be amped up. You know, I mean, it's. Uh, and while we're talking about that, how about the uh, how about the start to the to the Buffalo game? on sunday that was really cool that bill belichick let them run that back yeah yeah see (laughs) what a guy what a guy i think had it been any other coach except for them there would have been some cynics Mm -hmm. that said oh i think he let them do that kind of like people thought that uh (laughs) bill's not letting anybody do anything kind of you you remember in cal ripken jr's last all-star game absolutely uh, pitcher that kind of served him up a meatball mm-hmm. maybe or maybe not and brett Favre giving up the sack to stray ham right yeah well i can promise you that bill belichick uh did not instruct his team <laughs> to let naheem Hines not run one kickoff back in that game but run two kickoffs back in that game Absolutely. for a touchdown uh but that was a really cool moment something that uh you know that's kind of the best of what sports can be when something like that happens. It was really cool. Uh, to coming from Tuna, now, now it's time to spank Buffalo. Sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now it's time to get hardcore. Uh, Chiefs, Bengals, we've got to take Buffalo down. You've got to. Um, I mean, we got a long way to go. You, gotta get you past, don't. you got to get past the Ravens first. Yeah, uh, so, I, I mean, I, I don't know what you guys are doing over there. But, so... Tua is not playing this weekend. Is that correct? That is correct. He has been ruled out, and as far as I know, I don't think Lamar's playing. Lamar is about what a less than ten percent chance to play. I think so. So yeah. we're looking at Tyler Huntley. Watch out, Bengals. Uh, I'm not worried. Hmm. Not the way our defense is playing. The uh, receiving core of James Proche and Sammy Watkins doesn't concern you. Sammy Watkins does not concern me <laughs> whatsoever unless I'm a team physician. Oh, uh, getting cocky over there. <laughs> uh, we will dive into the NFL uh, in much greater depth here in a little bit. But to start this thing off, uh, Monday night we did crown a national champion in the world of college football. Uh, Oh, did we ever? Yeah. That, of course, (laughs) for the second year in a row uh, are the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, Unfortunately, Tuna, Freddie, and I, and even Colin, uh, my nephew, our special guest picker, all went with our hearts instead of our brains. (laughs) And I think we were almost trying to will that game into being something that it was never going to be. Uh, Georgia wins, what was the final? 65-7. We just won a game. First of all, I want to take full responsibility for this, and I'm sorry, TCU, this one's all on me. It has nothing to do with you guys or Kirby or or Sonny or nothing. It was my fault. I I bashed you guys all year, um, and the minute that I get on your side, I bring you down to my level, and you guys get exposed yet again. I we I should have knew better. Um, watching you get beat by Kansas State, I realized that you were not a good team, and you got lucky most of the year. And I don't know how Michigan should be ashamed of themselves. Hot take alert! Yeah, Hot take alert! Michigan take alert. should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, Michigan wasn't a complete team. They were a running team that would outlast they, you. They, you. That was a great matchup for TCU. Look at that game, the Michigan. I I, I went back because I'm I'm such a weirdo, and I, and I broke down that that michigan tcu game just to try to wrap my head around it when you look at the stats michigan outplayed tcu in every level of that game 
the problem was they, they had more yards by over, I think, 120. Yeah, um, over 100. They, 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 they dominated them on, on every aspect. The problem was it started out with those two interceptions right out of the gate. Right. Michigan, when they're playing from behind, is not a team that can really air it out deep and come from behind right. to get you. And they got forced to play in a way that they can't play. And um, I like I texted you guys that night. I said, TCU just ruined the national championship game. And then I came on this podcast the following week and said, I take back that statement. I was wrong. I'm looking forward to this game. Well, another reason why You're my right, IQ Tuna. You're right. is <laughs> like a pickle jar. I bought into it. And it was stupid. I knew better. And I even put money on TCU, which was stupid, and I knew better. Well, I mean, you are getting a spread in the national championship, biggest spread ever. I mean, it's worth a shot, you know what I mean? You're getting 13, 13 one, and a there half. There was one thing with Georgia I mean, that screwed me all year when it came to gambling was watching them play Missouri. I could not get that game out of my head. I could not fathom the fact that they were having a bad game. It, it just that always stuck in my head and made me think that these other teams had shots against Georgia. Yeah. And it just wasn't there. It almost um, looked like to me that that uh, I think I texted you all at one point. I was like, I think TCU got beat uh, already had lost in the film room. When they started looking at film on Georgia and they're looking at 48 uh five star, four star, five stars running around all over the place and going, good God, you mean Bach Bowers and See, Little McConkey haven't even done nothing in this game we're watching? And- my, my thing with that is the way that TCU started out, they didn't seem scared. Like, they were running right at Jalen Carter's face, and they were getting yards. Jalen Carter made the first tackle of the game over on the right side. Yeah, he covered a lot <laughs> I mean, of ground, I was like, they're in was trouble. Out. But that drive where they came back and made it 10-7, to 7, yeah, they, they were running right at Jalen Carter, well, and they're like, happened? let's – I it mean, was done. What Adrenaline happened? was over with after that. I have no idea. I mean, I, the quarterback. Lad uh, McConkey was open every uh, second of the game. Uh, Brock Bowers, we know he gets open, but Lad was was everywhere. Stetson, you talk about a guy that's not the fastest, not the biggest, not any athletic craziness, but he can read his blocks in the open field as well as almost anyone. Well, he ought to be able wow. to. He's played college football for 12 years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, TCU looked <laughs> like true. they had lead in their shoes. I mean, some of those uh, defensive linemen were breathing. Like, I thought they needed oxygen while they were on the field. Mm. I mean, they were just like – and they, I, I'm sorry, but uh, QB looked tired. He looked a little uh, like a deer in the headlights. And I'm talking about at the beginning, in my opinion. And, I, I mean – And I'm not sure he wasn't a little bit gimpy. I'm not sure. I, I just but Stetson Bennett looked crisp. That run he had, he didn't even get touched. The first pass play, I mean, they were just on a row buzzsaw. I mean, you could tell no one was – they had so much space to do everything at the beginning. It was like – I think they were like, is it going to be this easy? And then they just put the gas pedal well. down. And, I tell you, Patrick uh, Mahomes could have been out there quarterbacking for TCU, and they still would have got blown out in that game. Man, that was it uh, was impressive. It, it was uh, that was it was a great performance by George. I don't want to take anything away from them, but um, I don't know. And you, you can't get on the, the college fo- football playoff committee because those were the teams the that needed to be great. in there. And the the we got blessed with such a great um, New Year's Eve uh, semifinals. I mean, those games were incredible. Yeah. I just. 
man, that you know, championship game. What it's just such a bad way to end college football season. Um, it is. I, it's it, it kind of reminds me. Uh, wasn't it uh, Bama and Notre Dame several years ago? Yes. That kind of went that way too. Um, it's almost like uh, you know in the final four in basketball when you have two incredible semifinals and then the final is like a Butler Connecticut type final that is one of the worst games of all times and it kind of it not that it takes the steam because obviously Georgia proved itself to be the best team in college football but it does kind of take you want to go out of college football or out of any uh big time sporting season kind of on a high like man I can't wait for next year absolutely man. and that is kind of you know after halfway through the second quarter the game's over so, and you go well I can watch something else on television check all- this out okay. the um we know that there's what a ridiculous how many bowls do we have now like 41 42 something I don't even know. like that okay so if you go that all the bowls in the history of bowls this was the most lopsided victory in any bowl game ever played Ever. Wow. Ever. I did not know that. Yes. That is uh that's a hell of a stat right yeah, there. That's it's, a it's absurd. And you can do all you can say all you want to say, like all the, the people the next day, all the on ESPN, they well, Bama should have been in, or Tennessee should have been in, or da 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 and it and it's like, you know, I don't agree with that based on what how amped up we were after the two semifinal games. I mean Yeah, I agree. It was like uh just it, how cool would it have been if you would have had a Michigan Ohio State championship game? No, I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we were cool. we were a missed field goal away and a damn dreaming uh horn frog team away from getting that. <laughs> I would have I would have booked my flight for Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Matt's little tidbit of knowledge right there qualifies us uh for an early Bill's famous cheese spreads stat of the night. Ooh. On the Blockout Sports Pod. Ooh. I'm going to eat me a big old bowl of Bill's cheese now, buddy. <laughs> there you go. I just eat it with a spoon. See, and y'all dip it and stuff. You just eat that shit with a spoon. That's right. Put it on your scrambled eggs. Yeah, that's right. Something else uh, that I wanted to talk my about coffee. that didn't have anything to do with the actual gameplay, but uh, did anybody else think it was weird that it was raining sideways? inside of a dome <laughs> stadium <laughs> did anybody else find that interesting <laughs> I, I i don't i don't even know what was happening out there that and, and didn't aren't wasn't the hospitals like overflowing with people that got hurt at the game by slipping there like yeah, on the wet I, concrete i saw uh pat mcafee was speaking to that mm. and he said uh he and three of the guys or whatever that that, that are on his show with him were doing a tour of the stadium before the game and all three of them all he said they almost fell down and he said well surely they'll have this figured out before the game and he goes not only do they not have it figured out he said i saw a steady stream of people slip and fall get taken off slip and fall get taken absolutely off. that's what happens when you have a national championship game in california Look, no bowl game should ever be played in california except for the rose bowl and that is it and if you want to play a national championship game in california do it at the rose bowl i agree so i i don't know and the other thing uh that you know i'm not fam- familiar uh with the geography or the california's out west of los angeles per se <laughs> 
But from what I understand, there really isn't anything within 45 minutes to an hour of SoFi Stadium. Like, there's no entertainment district. There aren't restaurants and bars. I mean, there ain't no Bucky's. Well, so, isn't that why they didn't allow tailgating? Well, because of all the entertainment districts that was around? That's what I was getting at uh-huh. is last week, I'm sitting here going, well, it's not that big a deal that, that you don't have tailgating in that. But apparently... There was nothing else to do around that stadium. I was waiting for someone to, for a picture like close to game time where they had a picture like four dudes out at their trunk of their car like drinking beer in the <laughs> parking lot going, we're tailgating, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought someone would at least do that at some point. Well, they're in prison now. And <laughs> yeah. Let that just be another lesson to everyone. And while I am extremely biased, anytime that they can, you should just automatically play the national championship game in basketball and football at Lucas at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Rotate between there and uh, the Superdome in New Orleans. Yep, right. those two. I can live right. with those that. two. Yeah, yep. I can uh, live with that. The two best venues for anything. And so. Freddie knows uh, we went to the Final Four together. Uh, now, gosh, it's been yeah, a couple times. Ten. Ten years ago that we were at the... The uh, 2012? Right. Uh, it was... Duke Butler. Whenever Duke and Butler... Oh, that was Lucas Oil. That was uh, that was 2009, I believe. Uh, yeah. 2010, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I believe that was, was Cal's first the, the year The bummer of it was, the, was that... I'm, so I'm like, I got... I'm like, dude, I gotta... Like, we're all pulling for Butler and everything. I'm like, I gotta get me like a little little uh, hoodie or something, Butler. We get there and we're ready to tug it or kind of get wild and... I'm like, well, where's all the Butler people? And all these people are yelling at us like Michigan State fans. And they're like, they're on campus having their party. And I'm like, God, now we're getting yelled at by everybody. I got a funny story about that. everywhere. I was in Indianapolis that night also. And I was downtown. And I was at, I think it was like Saddle Ridge or something along those lines. It was like some country western bar downtown. Right. And mm. Butler's playing Michigan State at the time in the Final Four. Were you riding the bull? And this guy pulls up right in front of the place in a Lamborghini and parks it. And he's the kind of guy that has a red Lamborghini and a red Lamborghini jacket to match his car. And his girlfriend or wife, I don't know, had the exact same leather jacket to match it all. And they just parked their car right there and walked (laughs) into the bar. Well, about two minutes after they get in the bar, Butler hits that shot and wins the game. And everybody pours out and starts jumping on top of this guy's Lamborghini. Oh, no. And it, <laughs> the streets were wild, man. Oh. And we're like, yeah, this he deserves every bit of that. And what I was getting at, is, and anybody that's ever been to a big-time sporting event in Indianapolis, there is not a city in the United States that puts on oh, a big-time it, sporting first event class. better than Indianapolis, whether it's the Super Bowl whether it's the Big Ten Championship, whether it's a national championship, basketball or football, and everything is within a 10-minute oh, walk. Dude, Absolutely. Totally. You can walk anywhere you need to get. I love in Lucas Oil Stadium. You can walk around the whole freaking mm-hmm. arena down low, and there's all kinds of stuff going on and everything. You know what I mean? That's even cool. Yeah. Like, name a, play, name a place where you can walk around the whole venue. And I remember when... The Superdome. Yeah, that's, well, that's it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Those, those are yeah, our it's two. It's been a while since I've been yeah. to the Superdome. Not to belabor this point or get on a tangent, but uh, I do remember <clears throat> several years ago, uh, there was a... Um, 
what do you want, like a, a, a meeting at the NCAA where I think they actually considered, because the NCAA headquarters, if I'm not mistaken, is still in Indianapolis. Mm. And mm -hmm. uh, they were considering for basketball, I think, like rotating it between four places. Atlanta, Indy, and... Probably, and probably, I'm sure it was New Orleans. And, and then I probably out west somewhere, like and, Phoenix or something. You know, I, I guess financially or whatever, that wasn't going to make sense. But then Indianapolis gets a Super Bowl, and I remember all this national media going, I can't believe we got to go to Indianapolis for a Super Bowl. It's going to be horrible. It was incredible. And then as soon as, as, soon as it was over, it was a week-long love fest mm -hmm. of everybody going, I can't believe how good that was and how easy it is to get around town the way they set up super bowl village in that circle center mall downtown that everything was really cool that that i went up there that week but i yeah, didn't go to the game so did i i don't have two million dollars but um yeah the, the city was great they had that zip line going down through the city i saw so this yeah. is so funny i was walking underneath that zip line and i noticed you know people had been going on it for a while while we were walking up the street and nobody was really paying attention. And then all of a sudden everybody had their phones out and were holding it up at the zip line. And I happened to look up right at the moment that David Faraday <laughs> went over <laughs> me on the zip line wearing a freaking kilt. <laughs> I'm staring right up at David Faraday's ass in this kilt. And I, that's one of the enduring images I have. He probably got hit in the head with some pills out of his pocket. <laughs> but uh, but well, uh, as Travis, if you go to the Final Four in basketball to Indy, the thing that you do is you find out where all the teams are in the hotel hotels. And then they have the coaches' convention there. So everybody is wheeling and dealing and trying to get jobs and move up the ladder, and all the coaches are there talking and hanging out. And you go in there and you get, a, get you a drink at the bar, like, say, at the Hilton or the Hyatt or whatever. And Travis and I just parked our asses on a table and watched all these college coaches – hang out at the bar and it's so interesting to see who hangs out with who and not that we were just getting hammered we were just having a couple drinks and an appetizer and it was so much more fun than a bunch of college kids outside puking on the That's streets we should go up for the nfl combine i Dude, guarantee it's just it's the all same networking way that's how it is uh in in ncaa yeah yeah the con and that would be great but it's so neat to i think john didn't gene katie uh, buy you a bourbon. Uh, I bought. I <laughs> oh, you bought, bought him a bourbon. I, I bought Gene Katie a cocktail. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we had beers with Chris. Picture Mack, him as a Chris gin Mack. guy. Scotch. Scotch. Okay. Yep, yep, yeah. I could see yep, him just drinking yep. gin. So and his yep. hair looked better in yep. person. I was impressed. <laughs> well, it could look worse. He had shaved his head. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. 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 The locks <laughs> were gone. His, his hair looked better. It was non-existent. <laughs> and one night when there isn't anything else going on in the world of sports, we can talk about all these oh, stories. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we can, will. Uh, because there was a lot of fun, funny stuff that happened that weekend. But uh, Yeah, we've kissed Indianapolis's ass enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, everybody knows how I feel about Indianapolis now, and I just wanted to get that out there. Uh, fellas, do you, have, uh, do you want to put a bow on this college football season with any final thoughts, Tuna? Uh I mean, 
great Final Four. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I mean, but no, honestly, bowl season. I enjoyed this bowl season more than any. There was some ex, like great games. So the the transfer portal and the um, early like opting out of, of bowl games that has proved this season that that's not as big of a factor as what people think. Because these these games were incredible from start to finish. I enjoyed bowl season um, all the way through. So. There was a high level of play. Uh, there was fun games. Uh, a lot of money lost. A little bit of money won. Um, but other than that, the, the final game can suck it. But the, I'll leave it at that. Looking forward to spring ball. Freddie, I wish uh, last year's Heisman Trophy winner wouldn't have gotten hurt. I do believe, yes, I'm bringing Bama into it. Because That's shocking. Because let me tell you One something. One last punt. If Bryce Young had not gotten a hurt for those three games, and yes, he was about 60% versus LSU in that what the hell ha- is happening out here on the field game, mm-hmm. I do believe that this would have been – there would have been a fourth team in there. Don't forget – this championship Georgia just won is the first one in the CFP era that a team did not go through Alabama, period. So I agree that Alabama was a better team. Uh, they finished fifth in the country. Don't That's you think, where don't you think right Tennessee now. had a better resume? No, they finished higher than Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Associated Press found Tennessee beat Clemson. We beat Kansas State. So moving and forward. The Associated Press voted Bama as fifth. So moving forward, do you take injuries out of it when you're looking at the final twelve? It's going to be in the you know the final twelve playoff, and you say, do we hey take the team with the better resume or the team that we think is better right now? I think they're going to take the team that is better right then. Okay, and I think I, 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 I'm for it's that. It's happened before a few years ago when someone was gimpy and hurt. Uh, I can't remember who it was, and they were like, well, they're already out. They're not even going to consider them anymore. I can't remember who it was. The biggest example of that I can ever remember was in college basketball, and it was uh, when Cincinnati – Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin broke his leg, I believe, in their conference championship game. But they were still one seed in that tournament, weren't they? I mean, it is what it is. I I just remember it being a huge discussion on – what they were going to do. I don't remember if they gave them a one or not. To be We'd have to look you. at that, but I'm almost positive they still got a one seed in that tournament. What would that have been, about 2000 and... 2002, 2003? Something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. 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 But anyways, and no, I'm not just trying to be the Bama guy. But I'm saying that just comes if naturally. You had, if you had a healthy Bryce Young, the Heisman Trophy winner, possible number, well, he would have been the number one mm-hmm. pick in the draft. But the uh, idiot Texans. Well, a lot of teams had guys so that get hurt, else. man. I mean, I know, it's not I just that. Like, I, I, I mean, you could. I'm, I'm not saying Kentucky was there, and I hate being the guy to take Tennessee's up for Kentucky, but Will right. Levis played hurt all year. Right, um, right. So, God, I'm sick. I, I guess I'm just I'm I'm bummed that there wasn't a. I don't know. I don't know. That's you know what I'm gonna take from it. We finish higher than Tennessee. To end the season. We're going to 12 teams. That starts next year, right? The 12 teams? Yes. Get it on. 12 teams. If you can't crack the top 12, then you you, you weren't going to win it anyway. Here's another thing. So, I think we're fine there. You don't think there's going to be injuries by the time they get to the final game when there's 12 teams playing? It's going to be tomato soup out there. I mean, 
It may be worse than what just happened. Make sure you uh, recruit depth, guys. You know what I mean? I mean, don't you think that it might be worse? No. With beat-up teams playing each other? No. Okay. It'll be interesting. I can't wait for it, to be honest with you. Um, if nothing else, I mean, <laughs> let's be perfectly frank in the uh, the way that college football is set up right now and the the, uh, the <laughs> power. You said tomato soup. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The power structure, I mean, Alabama is going to be in the top 12 teams for the indefinite future, so I don't Absolutely. think so. Is Georgia? Yeah, so is Georgia. <laughs> I don't Although, know. Hey, Tuna <laughs> brought up a, a, an interesting, and we're just going to touch on this super quick. Uh, you mentioned that you had seen a rumor that uh, Kirby oh. Smart oh, was, was okay. possibly uh, receiving so now, some interest from the NFL. Correct. Now you guys want to hear about my message board rumors and not the LSU sex party? <laughs> no, we, but, we uh, still haven't heard about the sex party. The sex party happened, but <laughs> yeah, well, and Kirby Smart was there, but <laughs> there was uh, uh, for legal reasons. Kirby Smart was not there. In fact, please go ahead. People are saying, not me, but people are. Uh, so anyway, I seen a little. Um, report earlier it wasn't much of a report it was more or less chatter but that the arizona cardinals reached out for permission to speak with kirby smart my personal mm -hmm. opinion on this is, this is just a play for a big extension and a big massive number kirby smart is not an nfl guy and there has not really been too many college guys that have panned out in the nfl i can what jimmy johnson who else uh, dennis there, erickson <laughs> yeah i mean there you go uh, but, pete carroll Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll was in the pros before he went to college, too. He was in New sure, England for Yeah, a while. and he that was successful so, in the pros before yeah, he left. That is so, true. That is true. But I, I can't see Kirby. Kirby's not a uh, NFL guy, no. and he's got it made in college. So, yeah. I Until more all, drops on that and the rah, sex rah. party, we'll leave that alone for the time being. <laughs> but he knows what he's doing, and don't think that when he put 65 on the board, he knew who was in the house. He was sitting going for it on fourth and what seven? Buddy, he was 40, he was sending a message points. to the goat. And don't think he wasn't. Oh, and, uh, hold on, real quick. Don't How think sick he was. Was Nick Saban? How much did he want to punch David Pollock in the face? With <laughs> I David thought that was hilarious. Was you know, sick. I thought, I thought Saban was pretty, was pretty damn good up there with uh, all the guys. Dude, he was like when Pollock was talking about how Kirby's just way ahead of college football and Georgia's the standard yeah. now, and yeah. well, they are sitting there. They are. I mean, oh, he, buddy, it is his what blood it is. was boiling. That was classic. Well, good. Yeah. Fire your assistants and move on, Saban. Yep. Speaking of Saban. moving on. Yep, College football, go away. We'll see you in September. Yep. Time for the big boys. And uh, the NFL playoff picture is uh, officially set. Um, Welcome to the jungle. We did have – and, <laughs> Freddie, you <laughs> you did touch on something that, that, that I found so funny. Uh, if you remember last week uh, – beside my horrible bet uh, for TCU. My other bet was that uh, the Colts and Texans would tie nothing to nothing. And I've got to be honest with you, I was not really – I well, I didn't watch a single play of that game, but I was following it on my phone while I was watching other games and things like that. 
Did you realize that Houston had to convert, I think it was a 4th and 12 and a 4th and 20. Twice. In and order to lose, to lose the number one overall oh, draft yes, pick. Yes. And as a Colts fan, I am sitting there following it on my phone going, I can't believe the Colts are going to blow this and give, you know, and I, I think they would have dropped down to sixth maybe if had they won. Uh, since they lost, they got the fourth pick. But how angry are you as a Texans fan? Well, that's just Lovey Smith looking up at the owner's box, giving the double bird right yeah. up there to him. He oh, said, "You know yeah. what? Screw you guys. Yeah. I know what I know what's up, and we're going to win this damn game." And good and for I, him. Absolutely, good I love for him that. for doing that. Yeah. I love that. And for that, they fired him. Yep. Yeah. Which it was. He knew it was coming yeah. anyway, and that's why he did it. Yep. Um. But I, I wanted to touch on that quickly because I thought it was hilarious. Um, oh, I bet that it was ugly in the uh, in the front office there uh, the next day. Oh, I am believe sure it was. me. Um, Saturday we have uh, the earlier the, the not the early game but the the earlier game four thirty Seahawks at the Forty ers and uh, then in the uh, nightcap is uh, the team with Tuna's favorite coach, uh, the L.A. Chargers, <laughs> against arguably one of the hottest teams in pro football, Jacksonville Jaguars. Damn I right. Think, I, I, in my opinion, Doug Peterson's coach of the year. I know a lot of people are saying He's uh, so Brian Dabo, uh, but, yeah, I, Doug Peterson definitely deserves it this year. But I, I kind of want to go into this, this Seahawks 49ers game real quick. Sure. let we just have to appreciate Pete Carroll. We talked about him earlier. The job that he's done with Geno Smith and bringing Geno Smith back to relevance. Uh, uh, fantastic. What the Seahawks were going into the season, they were going to be the team, in my opinion, that you always faded, and they were just – I mean, they, they'd be a top-five pick. They, they maybe win two games this year. Um, and then the 49ers with Brock Purdy, who – He's was an average at best quarterback at Iowa State. Never really threw the ball very well. Uh, was he have thirteen passing touchdowns Dude, he's a solid, and, and one solid. rushing touchdown over the last four games? Yeah. yeah, I mean the kid's been incredible. And who could have seen that coming? Uh, I don't understand some of this, like how it plays out. And now that the Forty ers have Christian McCaffrey, and then you know Kenneth Walker Jr. or the third, he's, he's been him. running so well for Seattle. I think this game is going to be so fun. Divisional teams going at it. You love seeing that. Sam, and go oh, ahead, Trav. I don't follow uh, the draft as close as you guys do, but uh -huh. did I see that uh, that Brock Purdy was was the last player, Mister Irrelevant, Mister Irrelevant, Mister Irrelevant? That is incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. It's it's insane. I mean, you guys watched him play at Iowa State. I mean, who could have thought that kid no, could I ever didn't. play in, <laughs> in the pro? Yeah, he didn't play in the SEC. But well, uh, who the hell watches <laughs> Iowa State? I I actually I do. Watched, I, I love I, actually, I love Big Twelve football. Yeah, I but. actually watched him play a couple of times because <laughs> I love Big Twelve. <laughs> By the way, they went. That was can a I lie. can I can I throw one in there? They not only went. Two and seven this year. They went two and eight now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 
Everybody no, had winning records the, except the, the Big 12 and TCU made them 2-8. and eight. The reason I watched <laughs> Brock Purdy play so much is because Louisville actually had a commitment from his younger brother, Chubba Purdy, who... <laughs> That's a real name there, Paul Coffin. Chuba Purdy. <laughs> oh, God. Or Keep Chuba. going. Anyway, I'm on signing day, on, on National Signing Day, he ditched us for Florida State when they just hired Mike Norvell. And he went to Florida State, ended up not panning out, and I think he transferred to UNLV or something. I don't even know if the kids even played a snap in college yet. But he's he's been all over the states. Uh, but Brock is um, – that's a surprise, man, and he's fun to watch. That's an exciting team. Brandon well, Ayuk's a great receiver. Hey, that it helps, defense it is, helps when you made a great trade to get one of the best running backs in the NFL on your team. Who, I mean, I know he's gimpy, but, God, I mean, dude, they have weapons. They haven't really played anybody in a while. They're just sitting over there waiting in the sunny sun. And I'm you know Kyle you. Shanahan is known for blowing games. So this is a tricky it's always going to be fun to see what kind of lead he gets in these playoffs and what game he decides to blow. Anyone else but Seattle. It's just Seattle's a tricky game. But divisional games. Pete Carroll knows him because oh, he plays he him does. twice a year. This is going to be a fun game. And uh, and then you roll right into the Chargers-Jags at night, which the Chargers, bless their heart, are probably one Jags. of the most talented teams in the NFL, but yet – the worst coach team in the NFL. Yeah, well, well Brandon Staley, Mike Williams is I don't know if he's playing or not, but mm -hmm. from what I read uh all week and hearing uh various things is they didn't sit any of their starters. So a couple of them got hurt. Mike Williams is hurt uh in the last game, you know, like other teams like the Giants and people like that set their starters. And uh, now you've got the Chargers without maybe without one of well, their the, best receivers. The Chargers weren't exactly a lock, were they? I think they. They were, would have I, I finished out nine and seven. They're still going to make it. Were they? Okay, yeah. so they had already clinched. Doesn't before matter. Last week. Jacksonville at home minus one, minus one. They're going to win that game. It's a minus by fourteen. Two I have. Uh, I got them winning by fourteen. <laughs> well, I have. I was just going to say. Uh, the, the line I'm looking at right now is Jacksonville is a two-point underdog at home. Oh, man. Yeah, Chargers I minus two. It. I'm just Which eating I, it up. It seems like a trap game to me. For, they're, they're begging you. I, they're begging you to no, bet on it's Jacksonville. Oh, it's a Bama-Kansas State trap game again. <laughs> I can't wait to see what the Jacksonville mascot's going to do. That Best mascot in sports, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he was wearing a Speedo like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But uh, it looked like Chester the Cheetah. But that's uh, that's so, going to be a fun game. Saturday is going to be a fun slate period, and then we roll into Sunday. Sunday. Sunday so is two, not going to be very exciting. Out, right? so, Sunday we have uh, the early game, 1 o'clock, uh, Miami at Buffalo, as we talked about before. <laughs> Tua yep. is not playing. Uh, 4.30 game I find – intriguing i do too uh, giants getting three the giants and the vikings and both of those teams have shown Man. the ability to look really good and to look horrible mm. um more so minnesota here's the thing about this kirk cousins cannot play after the sun goes down he's proven that he's got the andy dalton-esque um when the Is sun a vampire goes down, i don't know how to play football well he's that weird square dancing nerdy guy i think it's just past his bedtime <laughs> uh 
So I, I don't know. Like he just he, he can't. square dance. Yeah, he square dances, man. Okay. He does theater. Um, he's a, he's a thespian, and um, hey, he, hey. he does a, well. He does a lot of singing and dancing and square dancing. Hey, there's nothing wrong with singing either. No, no, he's nothing. I'm not like no. I, I think I you mean, guys are I, the type uh, of singing. Your mind, tuna. I mean, damn. the type of singing. Are you not guys, for the arts? See this. <laughs> I can't do it justice. Are you not for arts? Just watch and some YouTube when, videos when, for you guys. When Tuna plays Trivial Pursuit, he says, "Skip on the arts and leisure, <laughs> the brown pie." I don't want nothing to do with the brown pie. Okay, so we'll stick to square dancing and clogging and whatnot. Okay, okay. But um, anyway, so I could see him playing a great first half, but the second half, after the sun goes down. What's Kirk going to do? Now, you won't get hard-hitting gambling analysis like this anywhere yep. else except for on the Blockout Sports Pod. Absolutely. Right. Kirk Cousins cannot play after dark. After dark. Nope. I, I got to tell you. That's ya. not me. That's a scientific fact that has been proven <laughs> yeah. by physicists across the world. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I, I, I like the Giants plus three, maybe tease it to about six. Um just for shits and giggles, I know Minnesota has weapons, man. Cook, you know Jefferson. See, I get it. I'm on the opposite of you guys. I'm, I'm joking I'm about Kirk Brian Cousins. Dabble I think fan. I think Vikings win Dabble. this by double digits. Do you really? Yeah, I really. Man, do. I'm going to stay away from it. Um, I am too, because I honestly you talk me out of it. <laughs> I didn't really have a lean either way, mm. except uh, I do think that the Vikings are a more complete football team. And playing at home. That defense is so bad. Well, <laughs> you do it's have that. It's so bad. You do have that. But, yeah. but the offense of the Giants isn't all that great. It's not, but they're, they're getting crafty. You do have crafty. a healthy running back for a change. For the first time yeah. in eight years. And, and look, don't don't uh, sleep on Danny Dimes. The kid can move, man. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. he's, uh, but he's the, a scrappy little guy. This has got to be the first year that... that, that uh, uh, Penn State running back. I mean Saquon I, Barkley. Dude, I don't even draft him in fantasy. I mean, yes. Let me say his name for the first time in five years. Saquon Barkley. Mm -hmm. Like I can't believe the kid's not already hurt having arthroscopic surgery. It's a I mean, credit every to the year he is hurt. Every year. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of uh, I kind of think it's gonna be interesting to watch that game uh with him actually there uh playing. Uh, you know they got some uh, receivers that, yeah, you know. No, they they don't really have receivers, but for whatever reason, they're able to make guys. Uh, was the Isaiah Hodgins guy just came out of nowhere? That Richie James is playing pr playing pretty we're, decent. We're spending too much time on this game. I, I don't know, man. I mean, on to the Bengals. Well, and then then we go straight to Monday night game. On to the jungle. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle, baby Lamar. I love you, but oh. you. Probably not playing, and uh, I mean, dude, this is this, this is, is all Bengals. This is a stinker game. Like, this is we, all Bengals. I don't care what, what Hot Rod Hunley. What's his name? He Todd, don't, he don't scare me at all. <laughs> yes, that's it. You nailed that. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I mean, for real, Tyler Huntley. Um, I don't know, man. I, Baltimore's going to have to really run the football. Uh, I know they <laughs> don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, they um, sat a lot of their starters last week, 
And, yes, is it hard to beat an NFL team twice back-to-back? You're damn right it is. That's the only thing that worries me is that we have to play them again. But, man, Harbaugh, he's such a weird coach sometimes. He's solid. I love him. He's a great coach. I love him. But he's got these quirky little things that he does sometimes, and it's like, didn't work out. We'll do it again next year. So, I'm banking on the defense that's playing the best in the NFL right now, the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> okay. couple and injuries on the offensive line, mm-hmm. uh, as you all know, and that I'm could be a problem. I'm probably not even going to watch that game. I'm going to go like, service merchandise and get some get some goods. Get some, uh, uh, some China. Yeah, you got time some for China. that. Hey, yeah. don't, Tuna hey. is taking his time machine <laughs> back to 1986. Mom, <laughs> didn't your mom and dad say yeah. when you walk in here, don't touch nothing. <laughs> you couldn't. Everything was behind glass. You had to buy or grab a and ticket. It was all lit up. Take it to stuff. the counter. Remember it was lit up? You're like, dude, that robot looks cool. Don't touch the glass. <laughs> yes. It was, uh, it was like a furniture, a toy store in a furniture store, like mixed. It was yeah. Like, I remember. You could get a VCR like, and a uh, dollar dog. Yeah, you get a VCR and a Lego set all in the same place. <laughs> And an electric guitar. Hey, yes. I yes. always went over to the guitar wall. And so I was probably one of those guys that everyone hated because, you know, I'm, I'm talking about the time when I was first learning Plus how he to could play. play. But, <laughs> yeah. But I only knew like five songs. And I would just go there. Only knew five songs. That's pretty good. And, and I would plug that. They had a little demo guitar there. And I would just sit and play the intro to Hotel California over and over <laughs> oh again. My God. I, I, bet the, I bet the guys that worked there wanted to murder me. Oh, that, was a, that was the first place I ever saw electronic battleship. Not just battleship. Uh, electronic. Oh yeah. God, it was Sky Mall before Sky Mall. <laughs> it was like Christmas time. Hey, uh, we're going boy, to service merchandise. I never expected uh, for service merchandise to be mentioned tonight. That is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Bengals Ravens games pull out deep stuff inside of me. So uh, <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. All right, so, we'll move on. Yeah, that's we're gonna a, act that's like a, that that's, one. A, that's a sleeper. Let's talk about the the uh, game on Monday night. Um, the twelve and five Cowboys against the eight and nine Buccaneers. Tampa wow. Bay as a two and a half point underdog at home. I <laughs> Tom Brady's never lost to Dallas. Cowboys. I don't trust the Cowboys. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Look, Tuna, go. I've been trying to talk myself and thinking that this is a rat line. That because if I was gonna handicap this game, I'm putting the Buccaneers at at least a four point favorite, and the fact that they are a two-and-a-half-point underdog makes zero sense to me. So I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Why? Just take the Cowboys, Matt. Take the Cowboys, Matt. Nope. I can't do it. I think this is cut and dry. And plus, I think the Cowboys themselves, ownership, I think Jerry Jones wants to lose this game. He wants to get Mike McCarthy out of there, and he wants Sean Payton. He wants to throw all of his money at Sean Payton. and he, That's not what he said today. Yeah, well – Jerry's old and senile, so we're just going to... I kind of take what he says, and I, I kind of believe what he says. I don't says. know, man. That guy... No, there, you there, can't believe not, that guy. He doesn't, he doesn't panic. I, I don't he know. He doesn't panic. I think he wants McCarthy in a bad way. I, I think that's a that's destiny that, that, that Peyton ends up coaching in Dallas. That's just going to happen that way. But look how long he held on to... Uh, 
what's his name? Wally Cleaver, who's doing uh, <laughs> doing doing uh, the the what's his name? Uh, who? Wally Cleaver? The the quarterback that's gone. Kellen Moore? No, the the guy with red hair, Garrison or uh, Jason oh Jason Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. They, he kept him forever, and people are going, he's going to get rid of. Him. He's going to get rid. Well, of him. that's because he was going to look like an idiot for that. Because didn't Jason Garrett coach the arena team in I Dallas? Have, I have a weird feeling, and that's that, how that, that Jerry developed a relationship with I him. Just don't see. Well, he him. played for the Cowboys. I think. Yeah, but I think, I think he Jerry... coached the. Dallas, I don't know. He very well might. Don't you have, think I, Jerry Jones is more of a loyal guy than you think? Even though he can be a scumbag mm-hmm. sometimes, I really don't even think he's a scumbag. I'm just saying, Sean I mean, Payton's out there. Speaks up for all the he's owners. He's going to leave his are, wife to hook up with Sean Payton. Like that. That's just. I mean, that's what he wants, and and I think it's there. But either way, like Dallas is broken. That that defense has went downhill ever since the the secondary has been banged up. Kelvin Joseph is maybe one of the worst um, cornerback safeties in the league. He, he's terrible. He can't cover anything. So you have one side of the field aside from Quandre Diggs that you can no, just. Oh, his name ain't Quandre Diggs. Who is it? He's from. He went to Bam. I wanted to. Never mind. What? What are you talking? It's Quandre Diggs, Stephon Diggs' brother. Yeah, it's not Quandre. It's Quadre. Uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I, I can't even remember his first name. I want Quentin I, Diggs. He he's uh, he's uh, a hated Bama player for me. Okay. Well, either way, he's really good in in the NFL. Diggs. Diggs. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> but. Him and, and Trayvon Diggs? Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs. Diggs. Yeah. Who's Quentin Diggs? Who's Quandre? Quandre. Are you talking about Quandre Ismail? No. <laughs> the Rockets brother? I don't know. <laughs> well, screw you, Quandre Diggs, too. Um, yeah, no, Diggs is good, but he screwed he screwed us over in the uh, LSU game versus Burrow. Yeah. Because he wanted to but get anyway, drafted. But anyway, he's really so good I in the NFL. But aside him. from him on the other side of the field, it's not there. Um they they really they can't they, they have trouble covering anything out there. So um, you're true. Uh, did the all pro did the all pro come out in the NFL? I don't know. I haven't seen Someone it. Someone said that the Associated Press came out. I was I was surprised because I noticed Micah Parsons uh, did not get any kind of. Uh, he's been kind of banged up. A press, little bit, but so. dude, you don't think he's going to come alive in that game? Well. I mean, when you look at offensive side of the ball, CD Lamb's another guy that I think's unguardable. Un- <laughs> okay, you don't think he is? I mean, I would rather have Tampa's receiving core, Tampa's quarterback, and Tampa's running backs than I would. Tampa doesn't even run the ball. What, what do you mean, Leonard Fournette? He hasn't gotten carries the past two weeks because he's been banged up. But well, Leonard Fournette's had a good season. Rashad White's had a I great get season. It. I get it. The but rookie. lately they haven't ran the ball. Yeah, they haven't been able to run the ball. I know they have injuries, but that offensive not line the ball. is the problem. The offensive lines beat the right, crap. Right. But either way, I and you know Tom Brady's record mm-hmm. in the back of your mind. Yeah. But I mean that does Mike that, Evans that is and Chris in the back Godwin of people's and minds. That's it a, has to be. I I think I'm gonna stick with my gut here and and roll with Tampa to win this game. You know what? Just because we kind of chopped this whole guy, a whole thing up, I'm taking Dallas. Better boy, do it. <laughs> well, Dallas cost me. And a, Matt, uh, I'll look back at this tomorrow, uh, next week and be like, remember that uh, area when we kind of screwed up? I'll be like, Quandre Diggs screwed me. 
Yeah. Well, guess what? I took the Cowboys and you took Tampa, and that's what we're going with. Uh-huh. Well, Dallas cost me a, a parlay this last weekend. I am, I might be hate betting against them this week. Uh, I haven't decided yet. You just like that pirate ship. I just think Dak looks. Rough. He did not look good. Oh, he last like, game. He's horrible. He's he not good. Horrible. And why? Week. Why are they just not giving Tony Pollard the ball every time? Like just. I it's agree. time time to rest out, Zeke. Um, I agree. He's just Zeke just doesn't have the explosiveness he used to have. Tony Pollard's a great little football player. He is. He really so, is. Anyway, it's uh it's nice to have the week off. As oh my a Chiefs god, fan. that's the last one. What well, Monday yeah. night? Yep. Bummer. That's it. That is. Um, god, do we have to go to the graveyard right now? What's the graveyard? Uh, the College graveyard basketball. is where Louisville and Kentucky uh, headstones are at. Oh. Let's, and uh, they are, they are, as we record this on Wednesday night, uh, Indiana just lost by 19 points oh, to Penn State. My, uh, can we say so, Kentucky-Anna? So they, they are, <laughs> if... If the headstones are up for Louisville and Kentucky right now, they are certainly digging the hole for Indiana. Yeah, folks, if you're not from around here, the news will normally list us as Kentuckiana. Right. You know, because of the Ohio River and the bridge there. I'm talking for our friends out there in uh, hot, in, in Belgium. Uh, Belgium and so forth, mm-hmm. you know. And that, uh, uh, we do have a consistent, like, 15 listeners in the United Kingdom, which I find uh, very interesting. Hmm. I, I think they're going, when in the hell are you all going to talk about the NBA? <laughs> and I don't think Brits uh, watch uh, the if NBA. You, if you all are thinking that, send us a text. Send us uh, a, a message. And uh, uh, They're waiting on our World, World Cup rugby breakdown. <laughs> the Pacers did play a game in London last year. Uh, the Pacers have been a uh, really entertaining surprise. Uh, and we will get into the NBA because we have touched on this uh, in past episodes. Uh, Freddie and I are both big NBA fans. We're gonna, we are going to convert Tuna. It may take us a little while, but given I think the, we need to take him to a game. Well, given the state of college basketball around here right now, oh. uh, I would think that uh, I would think that the NBA might be a uh, a rather appealing alternative um or my son's six-year league six-year-old league i would i would usually say come and watch uh my middle school team that i coach hmm. but uh unfortunately we are uh we are having a season much like well Kentucky folks it's, and it's gotten bad because two things happened last night when university of kentucky Lost to the worst team in the SEC at home in Rupp Arena. Second worst team. Oh, whatever. Who who's counting? Uh, I am. Who's uh, the worst team? Kentucky, because they got beat by the worst team. Oh yeah. Ah, trick question. There's your trivial pursuit. God dang it. That is the Bills' famous cheese. Gotcha moment oh of the night. Oh my god. That He's is, two and oh. Oh my god. god. I'm overdosing uh, on Bill's cheese. By so, the way, Quandre Diggs is a uh, safety for the uh, Seahawks. It's Quentin Jammer's little brother. Okay. So no, no name relation. Well <laughs> uh so he's uh I thought it was gonna you were gonna say arena league. Uh like he hate me or something. Mm-mm. Uh 
I will say that the two uh, uh, things that have happened here is uh, we we all know now today that uh, a student with some balls, big, big balls on him, uh, showed up at the arena and said, Please, Cal, go to Texas. It was. It wasn't a it, student. It was like some forty-year-old dude. Whoever. It's never happened. <laughs> they haven't sent anyone out like that where it made social media splashes like that. And uh, it, uh, apparently, one to three different people lashed out at Cal and had to be sent out on his mm-hmm. post-game talk show, which is normally uh, fifty. People that eat uh, that that eat uh, have probably eaten breakfast with cow at the you know pharmacy. At, at, at the pharmacy uh, before in the past, and they turned on him, and uh, things are not good. Uh, let me tell you something. I mean, we could just go on and on, but good lord! I mean, did Kentucky really beat Louisville t- by twenty three? I mean. I, well, yeah, I mean, everybody's beating yeah. us by 23. Well, I'm beginning to think that that someone that that Louisville might be able to beat Kentucky by 23 now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, but <laughs> and I listened to the, uh, I listened to a lot of the uh, post game, the local post game call in show after the Kentucky game last night. I just wanted to kind of get. I just wanted to kind of get a feel for it was it was amazing radio. For, I listened and, to it also. Boy, I tell you what, you're the guy crying. Yes, well, I did. That's that's what I'm about to bring oh, up. Yes. God, let me tell you something. I love sports. Mm-hmm. We all, all three of us, love sports. Um, since I was, I don't know. I think the last time I actually cried because my team lost was when Indiana lost in the Elite Eight to Virginia in 1984. Uh, I was 11 years old, and that – no, I'm not going to say that loss doesn't still stick with me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. – but, and I get it that it's important to people, and people are passionate and care, but good night. I mean, to come on the radio as a – I mean – you could tell this guy was a grown adult. Grown man. That's a like he sounded to be in his late fifties, early sixties. To come on the yeah. radio and cry because your basketball team lost. I'm just asking, just maybe get a little bit of perspective. Just a little perspective. That's all. It's a bit over dramatic, man. I'm not judging. I mean, I kinda am judging, but get a little perspective. I, I I found that to be un I mean it wasn't unbelievable. I could absolutely believe that it happened, but I was still I was I was embarrassed for now, the guy. I I'll say this. I see the videos all the time where like in the instance where where people flip out and they punch their walls or they break their TVs. I I totally understand that. I can relate to stuff like that. Cuz when something happens you get mad enough in the in the, that moment to where you react and do something stupid without thinking. But for this guy to have it was probably an hour and a half after the the, the game ended, right. and he had time to process everything and go on about his normal everyday life like regular human beings would. No, he decided to call into this radio show and let all of his emotions out like he was on Delilah after dark, and and, <laughs> and, 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 and talk ooh, about <laughs> ooh ambrosia, uh, yeah, 
and, and, and just uh, lay it out there. And, uh, and I'm like, you, man, I'm embarrassed for the guy. Like, what? <laughs> what I mean, well, how are you talking to your family today when they know you? Like, your friends are like, dude, I heard you call into the show last night, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, you were I, crying. But it wasn't me, Gary. Like, that was. All right. You well, know, hey, well let's, like, let's get into this. There, there's obviously a a internal issue with the players amongst themselves and the players with Cal. Because let's be real, in the preseason, these guys were all cylinders pumping. They were winning in the Bahamas. They looked like they were a team. I'm not saying they weren't in playing. In the Bahamas? I'm not saying they weren't playing. They they were playing like I know, bartenders and, and shit but there, it, dude. But like, what I'm saying is. <laughs> I mean. One of those guys was a snorkeling instructor. <laughs> Dude, we're losing to South Carolina, a bottom feeder. I You're would right. say I that mean, that one of. The, I'm not saying we're playing Tennessee. Hell, that's that, next. That that was a. But to me, that South Carolina result. team. But dude, there is, there is obviously the something wrong. These players do not. They either don't like Cal, neither do I, or they don't like each other. And I'm hearing now the rumors start coming out of the woodwork, just like the U.S. men's team when they started playing shitty in the World Cup or whatever. Everything starts coming to the top. And now they're like, now I'm hearing that Toshibwe, that Oscar lives in his own house on the hill, mm -hmm. somewhere away from all the players. Does he go to Wildcat Lodge where all the players are and hang out and have a little cot over there? Oh, sure he does. But where does he really live and play and eat? Over at his house with his Porsche. I'm talking NIL deals. But there's been I'm Porsches parked about, in front of Wildcat Lodge. I get since it. Our entire I get life. it. Since 1985. I get yeah. it. Since uh, since the days of uh, Sean Kemp. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is is that there is some but animosity that, with these guys. That and I'm not saying it's not happening everywhere. I mean, it could be happening to a team in the ACC where they're just not getting. But this is Kentucky. This is Rupp Arena. This is, you've got one of the better classes. You've got talent. You've got, I mean, let me ask you a question. So you got Reeves, the transfer, and you got Pr Pritchard, the transfer. Pritchard. Yeah, the transfer. Frederick. They're not or Fre or uh, CJ Frederick. Uh, Frederick. Frederick the transfer. They're Jared not Pritchard better. They're door, not. Brother. Yeah, Jared. Pr Jared Prickett ain't walking <laughs> Prickett. through that door. Uh, they Suck are not names. anywhere close to as good as Mints or Kellen Grady. Shady Grady was last year, and I well, don't know. Going. Dude, I, I, what I'm saying is uh, Wheeler is one of them point guards that is hung on. He's at it. What, what, how long has he been here? Five years? Like, this is go on somewhere, year. dude. Try to play overseas. This is his second year. He's, uh, Whatever. he's statistically he's having weak. an excellent season. Well, I'm sorry. Statistically, he's dog shit. I'm going to take up for Shibway because last night I thought he looked like the only guy on the court that gave a damn. I think he's the he's getting frustrated. I don't care where he lives. I thought he was the only But they don't like him. Looked, They're well, not agreeing. He called the team out afterwards. That ain't and was his like, problem. if you don't want right. to play. That ain't his problem. Not at all. 
Like, I'm sorry if the young guys can't get on the National Player of the Year's page. I think Wheeler but, is a problem. Yes, can he take it to the hole and dribble a hundred times and take it to the hole and and make a couple of them and shoot his ugly Wayne Turner, who I love, his I ugly jump shot. I think you got one shot. problem, and his name's Coach Calipari. Uh, I, I think well, there's a I disconnect that's between the problem. him and the team. But I think They're, Wheeler needs to go to the bench, and the freshman needs to be the point guard. Period. Until that happens, they're going to continue to lose. Well, that was a rather impassioned uh, eight minutes on Kentucky basketball so that I wasn't is, necessarily expecting. Is Cal going to Texas? Please. <laughs> I don't think there's any. You know, that's another why thing. Why would they want him? Like, you know seriously, why, why would you oh, oh, let, me, let, me spread, let, me, let me say this, too. This is another thing, and uh, I know I'm all over the place. But so is everybody else. I've listened to all this shit all day long today uh, on on the radio and everything else. Since, uh, since when did UK Nation be so big and bad that we are so big and bad that we that there are only a certain amount of coaches that can come in here and shake hands? And do their little car salesman bit and all that. Like, who do we think? Who does UK think they are? That that oh, that you couldn't just get an X and O guy in here, like Arkansas's coach or Bama's coach, to come in here and do some damn winning. Everybody, shut up! I don't need to go. Uh, I don't need to do a, a a blood bank drive. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. I, I'm We're totally gonna focus confused on, on what winning. your point is no, here. Because, because I think I think Kentucky fans and, and the Kentucky Nation feel like they need a a, a not a coach but a an overseer of the whole this UK nation that is that is blown up to going. Uh, guess what? Last time you won was in 2012. This is you crazy ain't that talk. great. This is crazy talk. Here's the thing. If a coach Just comes get an in, X and O's guy. If a coach comes in and wins, he can do whatever. He can have whatever personality he wants. He can do whatever he wants. Just win. That's all fans care about at the end of the day. Not these fans. Look. Not think, these fans. I think Cal is the same person he is now as he was when he got here. How many times the have you heard them say, is, who are you going to get? They could deal with what he was doing when you were winning. Now that he's losing, all his quirks that he was doing from the start are starting to rub people the wrong way. And, Fred, the Kentucky basketball job has been a job for a quote-unquote larger-than-life figure since the right. days of Adolph Rupp. I get it, but guess what? Those days are over. I mean, They're over. I mean, who who who's there to get? Who's larger than life? I mean, Calipari's. If Calipari's larger than life, he's losing. I'm his not sure ass. what you mean by larger than life. I like, don't either. That's if, what I'm saying. If you guys got Eric Musselman or Nate, I would Oak, love to have Eric Musselman. I think a guy all that's of just going to go would do, be ecstatic. I don't think they would. I don't think they would because why does half of the population and want Cal to then stay? Then when they start winning, they'll fall in love with them. Guess that's what I'm saying. Wait, we're misunderstanding each other. Yeah, I had that's no idea what, what you were saying. talking about. That's what I'm saying. 
But there is a persona out there that half of UK Nation is like, no, 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 we can't just get, because of Billy Clyde, it's the haunting of Billy Clyde that has come but into this. Because all, they're Tubby like, Smith if we just a bigger get an than life personality. Who? Tubby Smith. It was not? He was not a I bigger, agree with you. Like, but so, he knew how to handle all the the other mm-hmm. crap that goes on was was uh, Eddie Sutton a bigger than life personality? Yes, yes he okay. was. Yes, see that was a little bit before. Yes, he was. Yep. But what I'm saying and so is, was Rick. Well, yeah, we know Rick. And so was, was Rick, and, and, and so was so was Joe B. Hall. So now it's built up to now that Cal does more than any of those guys have done. Let's be real. He, <coughs> I'm not saying winning because that sure as hell ain't happened. I guess I'm just completely but, confused on the point that you're trying to make. The I'm point I'm trying to make is I want a coach that digs down deep mm. and knows X's and O's and but has hungry assistance. Is, and I am done with some with with the fans going. No, no, no. Who are we going to get? We need to get someone that that has. If we're going to get rid of Cal, we need to get some big personality in here that can handle well, Rupp Arena the and the fans of makes UK, the hire, not the fan base, right? Unless and, you're Louisville, then and the fan base makes the hire. I'll tell you who has been, and and I do think that uh, I think the point Fred is trying to make is that half the fans are like what what I was saying that. They think that, you know, kind of you need this king of Kentucky yes. type of type of So type you need of, a politician as opposed to a And we don't. Let we me, don't. But let me tell you who has been the biggest purveyor of that over the last seven or eight years, and especially this season. How many times have you heard Cal himself say, This job is not for most coaches. This mm-hmm. job is is bigger, you know. He perpetuates. That. You are exactly right. He perpetuates. He's not. He may be dumb, but he ain't stupid. Well, that that it's bigger than basketball. That and and to a certain. That's a good point, Travis, because he has brainwashed people. No, he he said when he first got here, this is not a job where you stay at for more than ten years because what it does to you, the stress that it tolls on you. And now, if you see what he's doing, he's coming out constantly and saying. Don't blame the kids, blame me. Well, right. I don't think anybody's blaming the kids except for Jerry. He's the first person I've or Freddie. Uh, he's the first person I, I, I've heard blame the kids and say severe. I'm not broken blaming the kids. Everybody. I'm blaming but a point guard. I think guard. it's Cal, and the people are really starting to blame Cal. And when Cal leaves, he's going to say the fans ran me out of there. They blamed right. me and his three bum ass assistants that ain't done nothing <laughs> or four. Trust me. Show me something they've done. Come talk to me. I'll give you my phone number. I think it's funny that he dodges out on his press conferences. Uh, he won't answer questions. On his coach's show, he comes out, says about two or three words, and then he leaves his assistant coaches out there to answer questions. Um, I I don't know. I don't. I think he's, he's and we can talk. And, and you know legs. what? I don't want to. I don't want to. When's just, the last time you heard him on the radio doing an interview with a local radio? I don't want to bash. I don't want to get I into all this UK because it's it's happened in previous years. Matt, but I haven't heard it once. You've this also brought up a great point. And this might be a good switch time because I'm going to lose it in a minute. That's what we're. Then I think for. you need to get to well. All I'm telling you right now is Severe Wheeler is not going to take UK anywhere. He's not. He's the same player he's been. He needs to be a guy that comes in. All right, Matt, 
You had someone mention something about Louisville not being a top ten program. Let's talk about that before we finish up. We could save this for another time. This is just uh, just pointless chatter about like what the top ten programs of college basketball are. The top ten jobs. The top ten head coaching jobs. And we can get into that when we have more time. Yeah, uh, and uh, for anybody that's listening out there, uh, if you have uh, thoughts on that or thoughts on anything that we've talked about tonight, please reach out to us at BlockoutPod on Twitter. That was actually a really interesting discussion we had there uh, regarding the Kentucky basketball program. We will have a lot more of that uh, to come as the season carries on. Um, We are going to let Freddie get out of here and go uh, pack for his uh, island retreat. I think you need another massage, man. He might after that. Uh, You got him, Travis? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I ain't going to the Bahamas. (laughs) I think my mic cut out. Cosa Rija. Guys, uh, any final words? Tuna, you got anything? Um, Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Real quick. (laughs) Yeah. Before we go, none of us uh, gave our official uh, picks for uh, for the football games this weekend. Um, I think uh, Freddie and I are locked in here with this. He's taking Dallas, and I'm taking uh, oh. I'm taking Tampa. Oh. But I don't I don't think that's a lot. Let, let me pull away from that. that. I I think I'm gonna roll with. Um, uh, I'm Jacksonville. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I hate doing this, and it makes me sick to my stomach because I think they're probably one of my most hated teams in all of sports. But I'm going to take Cincinnati to cover that. Was it six and a half, I believe, against uh, the Ravens? I have it at eight and a half right Okay, now. well, you can make it 18 and a half, and I'm still probably going to take the Bengals. Okay. Um, so, but, yeah, I probably will buy that down a point or two. But I uh, I do like uh, Cincy to win that game and to potentially cover. So, and I put up – by the way, out there, you can get Cincinnati right now at plus 800 to win the Super Bowl. Um I know the type of year that I'm having, and I can easily see that Cincinnati's going to win the Super Bowl. So just to kick me in the nuts one more last time before football season ends. So that's a uh, that's a nice odd or nice odd number there for um, plus eight hundred for Cincy to Super Bowl future. I like that. Um, I'm just going to load up on Jacksonville. I think they're yeah. Gonna, I like that. I think they're going to blow out the Chargers. Um, and I hope that I'm right. I think that's the only game I'm going to bet all weekend. I'm going to take the uh, Bengals minus seven uh, at home. I think they're going to win uh, handily in a back-to-back game, which is doesn't happen very often. And uh, let's see here. Tennessee at home versus Kentucky getting 13. Nope, not touching that one. Uh, let's see here. Kentucky at home, two days later, favored by 11. Give me Georgia plus 11. How about we end on that? <laughs> that is a, that is a perfect spot to end on. Go dogs. And, uh, if Wheeler's still starting. <laughs> Savier. Sa- say it, say it with me, say, say Savier. Yeah. Count how many times he dribbles. You'll get to 250 by halftime. We're going to cut this off before uh, 
Freddie has a uh, aneurysm and isn't able to go on his vacation. Xavier. <laughs> um, we do want to thank everybody for listening uh, week after week. Uh, follow us on Twitter at BlockoutPod. That is at BlockoutPod. My name is Travis Carter behind the master control desk of the Bill's famous cheese spread studios for country Matt Kempf, the tuna and the fabulous one, Freddie Benders. So long, everybody. Xavier.